Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. first one's called Death in Croissants. I just love the name. Anything foodie related, that's piqued my interest. Like that's how you're going. Yeah, right? literally. <laughs> um, and it's about... Feel my tombstone. <laughs> Death in Croissants. You're listening to the Shitlocks podcast, your guide to a more stylish life. Welcome to the Sherlock's team podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Lou Huff, Sherry Andrew, and Sherlock's contributor, Patricia O'Dwyer. Hiya. Hello. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Sherry, you've got an epic tan. Thank mm. you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I've just come back from holiday, which is why. And it's a bit of the Chanel bronzer as well. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, it. it's mostly tan. <laughs> um, where were you on holiday? I went to Mykonos for a week. Oh, my, dream. Mm, very dreamy. One of my best friends. And it was just everything and more that you want from holiday. Oh. It was really lovely. Thank you. Can you tell us a bit about where you stayed, where you ate, what you did? Yes, we had a very relaxed and chilled out time. I think you can do it two sides, very party party, but like Ibiza or more chilled. And we had a bit of both, which was nice. So we stayed at a few different hotels. We started at Destino Pasha, which was amazing. Oh, you actually stayed at Destino? We stayed, okay. yeah, yes. And it was fun? It was really fun. It was a bit more, a little bit more mellow than I expected, which was really nice. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't hear the music from your room. But in the day they have like pool parties, beach parties, and the vibe is so good. The DJs are unreal like it's just exactly what you want that kind of like chilled house and then up tempo later in the day and then we went to the other side of the island and stayed at somewhere called Theoxenia which was also really nice a bit more glam and understated we spotted a lot of influencers there we were like oh (laughs) this is where they come yeah (laughs) Yeah. and that was in Mykonos town so you can literally walk uh, right into Little Venice which has all the cool shops a really great restaurant called Noema and they're opening one in London I think next summer um, so it's very like Greek Mediterranean vibes. All of the waiters are wearing it. like Grecian, I, I guess, outfits, very chic. I don't know what that looks like. I can't picture that. <laughs> I'm what just imagining lots of white. white. Yeah. Kind of like a bit Game of Thrones-esque, like Ooh. lots of oh, wow. layers. Okay. And I guess like ruffle, not ruffle. That's not oh, I word. see. Um, piratey. Piratey, yeah, exactly. But chic <laughs> in like nice neutral colours. Okay, <laughs> pirate sandals, chic. Like gladiator sandals. Got you, I got thought you. this is a nice, a nice vibe. Um, and then we finished off at Cali Mykonos, which was more of like a, I'd say a honeymoon destination. Only opened last week. And the interiors are stunning. It's got this amazing infinity pool that looks out over the sea. Wow. They have their own like yachts because it's really, it's really notorious to get cabs there or taxis. So they have their own boat. You can just ferry across. We didn't go on, but it was very aesthetically pleasing in the distance. I think there's 14 taxis on the island. I think that's right. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's supposed to be so I really want to go to Mykonos. Yeah, me too. I went when I was like 18 post-school and had no money and it just wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) that's not the place for yeah, that. No. Not the place. You should have gone place. to Zanti like yeah. everybody else. I know. <laughs> well, we did like, I think we did like Mykonos Santorini and Eos. And Ooh, like oh, nice. Wow. So sophisticated, yeah. but we were not. No. So we heard Magali. That's where I should have been. Yes. Yeah. Sherry, are you going to do a, a write-up? Can we, can we expect to read all about this? Somewhere? Yeah, it's already live. It's already live. Oh, it's gosh, on, it went live on Friday. So what's new and newsworthy in Mykonos, lots of cool restaurants in there. I have to say my favourite was Zuma. That was unreal. The sunset when we walked in, literally, like, there are a few things that take your breath away, but that was like, oh, wow. So all the cool new openings are in that piece. 
Amazing. Good to know. We'll link that below. Dream. Lucky you. Very dreamy, yes. You've also been away? I have yes. been away. I know. Nice to be back. I was a New Yorker for what felt like a very long time. It was 10 nights, but actually the first night was flying. So it was only really nine nights. But going away before the weekend starts. So like going double up on weekend. The Friday, yeah, double weekend. Waking up on the Friday and being like, this time next week, we're still going to be yeah. there. was really... So nice. Yeah, mm. so nice. And we were really lucky. We managed to get to Mallorca the last two summers, but I think for the same amount of time, but I think because it felt like such an impossible dream when we got there and it just felt like crawling to a finish line in those yeah. times. Whereas yeah. this, you know, we're lucky enough to have been away already a few times. So just felt like we lived there. We felt like we were there for oh, ages. So yeah, nice. it was heaven. We ate unbelievably well. We all got over <laughs> the past 10 years has been developing a really good food scene and it was really noticeably peaking this summer. Like, We've been to so many incredible restaurants. Have we done Mallorca on the site? We have not for a while. Well, okay. We'll, we'll update it then with some, exactly, with some, some recommendations. It sort of doesn't matter where on the island you are now. You can find really incredible food yeah. in so many different pockets. And do you go to new restaurants each time? Or yeah. have you kind of got your favourites you go we, back to? We've got our favourites, but we did the last three nights in a row, actually, we did new places. Most of them are in and around Palma. That's kind of the hub, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, everywhere we went that was new, we would really recommend. Went for some really long, delicious lunches. Mm. We then played a lot of tennis. I bought a tennis dress, but I played once. And <laughs> we went to Aqualand. And we I went say? to Aqualand. I Buzzing. can't tell you guys, we had the best time. Amazing. Um, it was honestly so much fun. This is a water park, which I mean, actually most people know that, but um, I haven't been since I was about 15. And my, my pieces of advice would be get there when it opens indulge in a fast pass ticket it's not cheap but yeah. it's i mean like the only way and we were in and out in two hours oh, it was like all it you was, need honestly yeah all you need bish bash bosh we were exhausted by the way you they are <laughs> those places are exhausting exhausting like first of all there's all the adrenaline second of all you're obviously just like hiking up mountains <laughs> yeah. to like get on these slides but yes it was a holiday of two halves bit of that bit of pedaloing in Parmanova, but um love it yeah a bit of puri beach and lots of other things nice. so yeah come, come back feeling very rested Thanks. How are you? Good. Um, we had a very chilled weekend. Actually watched two films, Do which tell. was really nice. So two very different films. Friday night, my husband was out and I wanted something really easy. So I watched Persuasion, which is the new adaption of the Jane Austen novel on Netflix with Dakota Johnson. I'm normally not a fan of hers, but I really enjoyed her in this. She's much more witty and it's quite quick and yeah I really really enjoyed it is actually. it modern or is it no 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 it's do you know what? It, the script at times felt quite modern and I, I was thinking you could have very much made this present day but no it's from back in the day and yeah it was a very nice easy watch I really enjoyed it and the second film and the second film was The Grey Man which is oh, yes. the new action-packed, like so action-packed. I think I was reading that most action films have four or five big action scenes. There's nine in this one. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's, I really enjoyed it. I love any sort of like contraband style. So, so sorry, a bit of picture painting. What is it? It's Ryan so Gosling. it is Ryan Gosling who, not a spoiler, goes to jail at a very young age and is offered the opportunity to get out because and essentially become a use his kind of killing skills to become a CIA agent and kill the bad guys. So he takes the offer and is an epic 
Syria, okay. Killer basically. <laughs> it also stars Chris Evans, who is brilliant in it, actually. And Anna Delmas, who is kind of the muse of the okay. moment, I think. Yeah. Gonna see. Have you seen the trailer for Blonde? No. Is that the one with Ben Affleck? Uh, no, this is the Marilyn Monroe. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, amazing. Yes. Oh, I saw that going around and I didn't watch it, but it's, I didn't realize it's her playing Marilyn Monroe. It is uncanny. Really? Wow. Like, I tripled. Like, you know when um, when the pictures of Lily Jane came out of Pamela Anderson? Yeah. Everyone was like, yeah. oh yeah. my God. Yeah. It, is, it is like that. Like, her voice, the way that she moves, the way that she looks, like, everything about it is just incredible. But she's she's not native english speaker is she no oh my god wow. so she do that yeah, that's really impressive yeah oh. so it's impressive. amazing i think it comes out at the end of september but i feel yeah. like there's a lot of buzz around her at yeah. the moment but anyway she's absolutely kick-ass because she she did something with ben affleck which is why they ended up dating yes just before he got back with j-lo yeah he was with her yeah so yeah i really if you if you kind of enjoy a kind of action packed yeah. Ryan Gosling fest then it's really good I enjoy it. Where, where can i watch it uh it's on netflix Oh, amazing. Yeah. I feel like this is what I need. We just keep sitting down and I'm like, I want to watch a film and yeah. can never yeah. find anything. It's quite so. far-fetched. Like a lot of the scenes you're like, seriously? <laughs> like, you know. That's what it, you want though. You yeah. want it to be like, yeah. Yeah. Like how, how are you still going? Um, <laughs> I'm also like obsessed with stunts and stuff like that. So yeah, watching mm. that was really, really good. And like um, Patricia, how are you? I'm good. What's going on? Not a huge amount. I was saying before we started, I've got quite a busy month. I've got quite a busy week actually this week. And then I'm up in Yorkshire with my parents next week and then away at the end. So I feel like I'm not really around this month. So actually this weekend was very relaxed. Had to shoot a bit of content, which was fun. And just hanging out with my little girl. She's like very fun now. So She's how old? Six months? Six and a half months now, yeah. So she's like crawling all over the place. And what can you sort of do with her now that you haven't been able to do that you've you know you're now enjoying she's just so much more interactive so before I don't know she used to sort of like sit and feed and sit and not really do much (laughs) (laughs) whereas now she's sort of like really into everything if you give her a toy she's really like feeling it out if you put her down on the floor she is gone (laughs) which is kind of of terrifying I've got a friend like who um, tied a balloon to her baby for that reason. Because it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was like, "It's so much help." Yeah, it's more helpful. I can see her just. And the poor dog, like they are best friends, but she's very grabby now, so he's <laughs> being through, put through his paces a little bit. But yeah, Aww. no. So just lots of chilling out with the family, really. Oh, do they have a lovely relationship? I'm obsessed with baby dog relationships. Oh my! So I before I had Ostley would like on Instagram I was just being fed all of yeah, those that's like what I keep getting, yeah. yeah and we've got a cockapoo so it's all like the like, cockapoo baby Aww. content and now I'm like I'm living it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we were really like specific about how we introduced them and everything now my best I think you have to be quite careful I know of someone who had to send their dog to doggy therapy because it got such really when the baby was born yeah, yeah. I can just so mm. see that being scooby yeah we were really <laughs> scared about like my father-in-law was gonna come and take him yeah. for a week and I was like absolutely not she has to be coming into his home. I was yeah. just so like, yeah. Yeah, it's so true. You can't bring him in once there's suddenly new with Exactly. It's that hot, have you seen that Amazon advert with the lion? Oh my God, it's no. so heartbreaking. I feel like it's, it's going to make me cry. Oh my God, it will make you cry. <laughs> but basically it's, it's an advert for like how speedy Amazon Prime is. So a family bring home their new baby and they've got a big Labrador and the baby just doesn't like, the baby cries every time the lab comes nearer. And so the lab is like ostracized and this is like Santa Claus. Like he's, oh, it's so heartbreaking. Oh, I cried just talking about it. But the baby has a little lion toy that it loves. So the dad like notice, looks at the sad dog in the corner and like goes on Amazon Prime and orders him a mane, like a, a fake lion's mane. <laughs> oh. And he puts it on and the, baby's, the baby loves oh, him. Oh, 
so sweet. So it's heaven. I can't describe it. It's so sweet. That's the dream. Yeah, that is the dream. (laughs) Sherry, you and I have both come armed with book recommendations from our holidays. Do you want to kick us off? Sure, yeah. So I think one of the best things about going on holiday is being able to read and like read for like a good few hours Mm. every day. So I dived into Ian Moore's detective series. Uh, The first book came out last summer and then the second in the series came out a few weeks ago, I think. So if you love um, Richard Osman's Thursday Murder Book Club, you will really like this series. The first one's called Death in Croissants. <laughs> I just love the name. Anything foodie related, that's piqued my interest. Like that's how you're going. Yeah, well, literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's about... Feel my jeans don't. <laughs> Death in Croissants. A middle-aged man who's British and he moves to a very small village in rural south of France. And he ends up falling into this world of crime by, simply by accident. He doesn't want any of it. It just arrives on his doorstep. I won't give too much away because there's quite a lot of twists and turns. And then the second one is called Death in Fromage, which is... <laughs> I just... The, the blurb just got me, yeah. honestly. <laughs> it's my dream. <laughs> so the scandal is that the local restaurant uh, lost its Michelin star. So it's gone down from three to two. And then uh, a goat cheese supplier drowns himself in a in his own pasteurization tank. But, what a way to go! Oh my <laughs> god! Truly, but is it a murder? Dot dot dot. Oh. Or was it an accident? So that's how it all is. It unfolds. all quite quaint, and is it a bit midsummer? Oh, very, very. Okay. It's very quaint. It's very cozy. Murder yeah. mystery. You're not reading it like on on the edge of your seat. Okay. But it's quite humorous. The guy who writes the books used to be a comedian. So it's just very cozy, light reading. Agatha Christie's style, but a bit more light. I kind of want to read it in October. Do you know what I mean? Cup of tea. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Strictly yeah. in the background. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like kind of, I don't know. Perhaps, yeah, yeah. It's very yeah. cosy. Lovely. So I really recommend those ones. Sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Really Was that good. your two reads? Two, and I started a third one. Oh, yeah. uh, actually, last night called, this is a big one, Young Mungo by Douglas Stewart. Oh, yes. That's the one with the two men kissing on the front cover. Exactly, yeah. Detail. What's yeah. it about? So it's about, again, I'm only a few a few chapters in, but two young guys who are living in Glasgow in quite an underprivileged, kind of left-behind town. So his first book was Shuggy Bane, which won the 2020 Booker Prize, which is a amazing book I can't recommend it enough and it's a lot of to do with his own background as a writer he was born in Glasgow in a very poor town like a miners town in the 80s and it's about these stories of these young men who are growing up um, a gay and obviously in that time it's really frowned upon beautiful writing the way he the way, honestly you know you have a kindle and everything is like highlighted just because his um his language is amazing so highly recommend it's quite a heavy but lots of his topics focus on like alcoholism and lots of sad sad themes so it's quite a heavy one mm-hmm. but if you want a really long good yeah, read i can't recommend read. it enough amazing sounds good thanks i'm gonna hit you with my none of mine are very original i have to say i, I <laughs> sort of used the time to catch up rather than to read anything wildly new but the first book i read was the seven husbands of I'm evelyn hugo it is so good so it actually came out in 2017 which oh. I, yeah which i didn't realize but i feel like it's everywhere yeah. this summer i feel like some people were ahead yeah. of the curve last year mm-hmm. When I started it, I was like, oh God, this is a load of trash, but it really sucks you in. It is about a journalist, a young, relatively unsuccessful journalist. She writes for a magazine and is contacted one day by the people of, I guess she's supposed to be Elizabeth Taylor or that type, a a Hollywood total, total legend. She's won Oscars. She's Eliza Minnelli. She's a, you know, like a complete icon um, of Hollywood. She's ready to 
tell her story, to tell her life story. She hasn't given an interview for years. She's notoriously had seven husbands um, across her lifespan. And it is about the two of them getting in a room together and this movie star's life story, but also how their lives um, intersect and how this movie star influences the journalist to make her own life decisions as well. So if you enjoyed Hollywood on Netflix, you yeah. will love this. It is, it, it is, you know, the most gorgeous, glamorous, albeit completely fictionalized version of... Um, life in kind of I mean she goes she's she's supposed to be 80 at the point of telling the story today she got famous in was it the 30s 40s something like that so it goes through you know years and years most of 20th century Hollywood and all the glamour and associated glitz and drama and she's got a big secret basically to tell to reveal. she's actually got a couple mm. of big secrets mm. and the book is about uncovering them and yeah there's actually quite a few big secrets and they don't come all come out until near the very end so it's really juicy of it was probably the least well-written thing i read but it was my favorite okay um the other thing i read was the paper palace which i won't dwell on because everybody a lot of people have talked about this yeah are you so good it's i i so loved it i know it came up last week but it is about somebody it is oh god it, it doesn't even do it justice to say what it's about but it's about a woman who has just done something and it tracks the 24 hours before the thing she did and the 24 hours after the thing she did. And it also tracks the kind of her entire life basically before that leading up to that moment. And that moment you think it is, sorry, I'm being very vague, but (laughs) you think it means one thing. It turns out it means another, but it's, it's one of those books that it's very hard to describe, but it's just, it's sounds like we need to read it. Read it. It's beautifully (laughs) written. It's a great story. And yeah, it's not, things are not what they appear. So it's it's really, really good. And then the third thing, also not new at all, but is I just had to, I only took two books with me. So I had to grab whatever my mom had left on the shelf. And I read Matt Haig's The Midnight Library. Oh, yeah. Which, have you read it? No, I'm so desperate. It's I feel so like good. everybody in my family is like, has read it and talked about it and I'm desperate. I think everybody should read this book yeah. because, I mean, it's basically a parable. It's a modern version of It's a Wonderful Life. A girl, this isn't a spoiler, uh, attempts to commit suicide is stuck somewhere in between life and death which is called the midnight library and basically has a chance to see every different possibility that her life could have been based on all the decisions that she's made throughout her life and it doesn't tell you anything that you don't already know but is a really really good reminder and actually I kind of screenshotted and you know like highlighted certain paragraphs and stuff just really really good reminder of kind of what life's all about and oh i love those that. Th- the reading those things and and it sometimes frustrates me because you're like i know that yeah but i don't practice that exactly or yeah. i i need to apply that to everyday life and i think sometimes just reminding yourself of those things exactly makes you live your life so much better and for anyone who follows matt haig or knows him and knows, and yeah. knows him on instagram you know i think most people know that, that he's so inspirational yeah and such a good way with words but it's fiction yeah. but it's fiction okay. yeah I think it's I think he's written two fiction books I think and this was the first so okay. again it's a few years old but if you haven't read it everyone will be better even if you are thrilled with your own life yeah. everyone will be better off for for reading oh, it it's really like good. Yeah. yeah me too <laughs> so have you been watching anything good recently well I was saying before I mean talking about stuff that's old I I, don't, I think we after Oshley was born we like couldn't really get into anything because we were just so tired. And then she was like waking up every, whatever, this is boring. <laughs> so I kind of missed out on a lot of stuff. And we've just started watching Made, which I know is like drastically old <laughs> news, but it's so good. I never watched it. You love Made. I loved it so oh, much. Yeah. I it, mean, it, but 
I don't think you don't like crying or that sort of feeling. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, that, like it's that feeling though. It's, it's yeah. that, like, it's the whole way through it. You're just kind of like, oh. Yeah, it's gut-wrenching. It's really like gut-wrenching. Um, and I'm a massive crier and a massive softie. Mm. So it's probably not for me, but it's <laughs> so, it's so good. It's just beautiful. I think Andy McDowell's in it. And I think it is her, yeah, yeah, her yes. daughter is her daughter in it. Have um, you wow, seen her well. new Chanel campaign? Ads? She is. She's Stunning. incredible. She is so, incredible. Beautiful. so beautiful. I'm yeah. like literally dying over that campaign. It's so yeah. beautiful. So I've just been crying over that okay, every great. night. <laughs> um, but I am really excited to hear about these books because I'm desperate to get back into reading and I've got a couple of holidays yeah, coming holidays up. Holidays so. time, isn't it? Whatever my intentions are of reading outside of holiday, it doesn't happen. No. It's, it's just I just holiday. podcasts. I'm big into podcasts. Mm. So podcast are you oh, listening to? Sherry loves a podcast. Oh She's my god. So my my all time favorite <laughs> podcast is the Adam Buxton podcast. Oh, and um, he just interviews people. My favorite ones. He's like best friends with Louis Theroux. I listened mm-hmm. to that one. Oh my Two gosh, and they're always so yeah. funny. Yeah. All of the ones that he does with because they're like childhood yes. friends, and they just kind of get the giggles together, and it's so good. You really mm. get a side of Louis Theroux that you don't get otherwise. Like exactly. he's quite like cheeky and sweary, and like yeah. he lets his guard down a bit. Which yeah, which is, so I love yeah. that. Um, I was quite sad when he said that he's done now until October. I just I find it really annoying that these people have to go on some holidays. Yeah. But Graham, <laughs> it's been off for so but long. He said goodbye in like March, and it was like see you in December. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, yeah. get up and go to work. While we're not working, this is what I want to be doing. Yes. So, right. <laughs> so yeah, Adam Buxton, I love. My therapist ghosted me. I love mm. all this light listening. Yeah. Love Diary of a CEO as well, which I know obviously you guys know well. Has um, anyone listened to the Kate Moss? Does I yes. miss that? <gasps> no, I, I heard that day, and I'm desperate to listen to it. I feel like I don't know if I was just underwhelmed because I'd sort of read already everything yeah. she said. I feel like all the good juicy bits were mm. kind of printed the minute it was published. Yeah. So I don't know. I wasn't that into no, it. No, I like it was a, I wanted to listen to it, mm. but yeah, I didn't yeah. come away with any new juicy information mm. Same. that I was hoping for. Yeah, agree. One, <laughs> the, a podcast actually that I will recommend just before I stop talking about podcasts is Call Her Daddy. I don't know if you've, I hadn't heard well, of it. I listened to the Olivia Atwood yeah. Call Her Daddy and that's how I got into it. So yeah. I got into it with Christine Quinn. Big Selling mm, Sunset yeah. fan. Big names there, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, highbrows, But like, I've gone back and listened to some. I mean, the Amanda Knox episode, oh, wow. I would highly recommend. Yeah. What is um, it about? It's, she just interviews different people, but this Amanda Knox one, I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like I kind of knew about it and kind mm. of didn't, but obviously. I watched, have you watched the documentary? No, I haven't. It's really good. It's really good. Um, is, it, is it about your relationship with your father? No. no, sorry. The no. call her daddy thing. I don't actually know where it's from. No, but so I think it's like her name is um Alexandra Cooper. Yes, I think it's a sexual thing. Yeah, okay. I think it is. I think it's like she's very like blonde like, and racy. And, yeah, and exactly. It's, it's okay. very. And they talk about sex. She does like to talk about sex. It's not always about sex, but she does okay. quite like things coming back to that. She's um, like American and open and it's very like, very like free spirited. Okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, also they're on Spotify, but a lot of them have video with them which I quite like mm. oh, I, I love, love that it. yeah yeah mm. so you can kind of like see them the Amanda Knox, the Amanda Knox one doesn't but I would highly highly recommend that one yeah. just to listen to it all from her side and yeah, it's very raw and yeah really good so I would really recommend the Olivia Atwood one and I'm saying that with a completely straight face I don't know if anyone here has watched her yes I want series. to now right I was gonna say you I, that's of why course. I don't know you <laughs> but it's so it is genuinely so good right it's, yeah it's really good so yeah. it, this is Olivia Atwood getting filthy rich which is on ITV2 I think it's on a Tuesday after Love Island I'm guessing we're nearing the end yeah. of the series in which she uh kind of goes behind the scenes on various 
areas of the sex industry now. So she goes, you know, so one episode is about OnlyFans, one is about kind of traditional porn, traditional inverted commas porn, one is about cam girls. But it sounds, it's nowhere near as seedy as it sounds. I think she's a really good interviewer and mm. a really good presenter and on the call her daddy podcast she talks about how she had it was really hard for her to not make it about her and to try and you know make it a really good documentary but that the headlines wouldn't all be like oh Olivia Atwood tries this and yeah, does this yeah. and does but that also I think it was quite interesting on that podcast the way she spoke about that she wanted to try some stuff and she's obviously trying to break down the barrier of like it shouldn't be yeah, yeah. and I think it's, it's non-judgmental yeah, yeah. but then I think she was like her... oh I want to I, you know I wanted to do more stuff but then I don't want people to think less of me as a presenter and yeah, yeah. it's kind of like mm. yeah. it's meta isn't it yeah yeah. Yeah. Very. yeah but exactly that that she's she really it's really unjudgmental yeah it? and yeah. she's really trying to understand those girls and also the environment that they are then working in and I guess the positives and the negatives mm. of that and, yeah. and everything it's quite raw as well like really very. raw yeah and very educational I learned so much so <laughs> much I knew nothing about OnlyFans only only like mm. what we'd all yeah, yeah. top line yeah. about it and it's yeah it's it's fascinating mm. isn't it what, what was your favorite episode my favorite one so I actually watched them all in one go because oh, wow. they're all on the ITV hub um my favorite one was not the porn one that was a bit too much for me I thought it is that the one where there's like a teacher, they're, they're like, there's yes. like a school, yeah. Oh yeah, that was, I couldn't watch uh, that. Uh, that. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, it just felt, I mean, she yeah. has to leave the room because she's like, it just feels oh, wow. really yeah. comfortable. I, I actually, think... I've only watched about 40 minutes of each episode because I can't oh. stay awake past okay. 40. <laughs> so I missed yeah. the final quarter the, of all of them. I thought if you haven't seen the last episode, that's about sugar babies and sugar daddies. Ah, that yes. was really interesting. And that's the one where, I won't spoil it, but she gets more into it than the other episodes. So like she tries oh, a bit interesting. more. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, and she's been commissioned for a new series next year wow. which is I think about um, the plastic surgery industry okay, great. so that would be really I good I absolutely love her me Can't too lie. I hope this is the start of a really good career for her yeah. actually mm-hmm. or like not the start but you know I hope I this it is will. a new yeah. 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 a new branch of what she does and the Christine Quinn one is worth watching yeah. Yeah. Um, well I say watching listening to you but as you say you can watch, watch it. it's yeah. really cool how you yeah. watch. I watched mm-hmm. the Olivia Apple one yeah, as well yeah it is, it mm. is nice yeah I mean I like I love selling Sunset I like shamelessly love reality tv so no it's shame. quite interesting because i no also shame. No, no shame. Shame. <laughs> because i also had i listened to it just after listening to pandora sykes mm-hmm. new podcast oh yeah mini series oh, yeah. so it was quite interesting to listen to them talking to people and then it from christine's side yeah. Yeah. and how she's like christine's basically like yeah i'm a villain yes i play up to it mm. like it and mm. it's it is good. Yeah. I yeah. I really, I think Ben and I were chatting about the cast of Love Islanders this year and like who we think will go on to do well. And yeah. We were talking about Ek and Sue. I, you know, we're not the first people to say that she kind of feels like the only standout person. And there's such a train of like, if you think of the Olivia Atwoods, the Moras, the Ek and Sue's, mm-hmm. like yeah. you sort of have to be a bit of a villain. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, they're not terrible, but, but in yeah. order to then stand out. And I really like Mora and Olivia yeah. Atwood now, but I'm not sure I and, did on Love and Island. And definitely Agreed. with yeah. all of those people when watching them, I've gone through a phase of being like, oh my God, they drive me mad. Mm-hmm. Like get them out. Like that's just not my type of girl. <laughs> yeah. And then it transitions and you're like, no, you're awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's amazing. like that with Christine, I think. I, you watch it and it's like, oh my gosh, she's, you know, whatever. She's such a psycho. She's this, blah, blah, blah. But then I'm like, I would not watch that show without her. Like, I'm like, is she coming back next series? And if not, what is it going to be about? Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So true. Right. Should we answer some reader questions? We're going to start with a seven part question. Are you ready? (laughs) Bear in mind that the question boxes are quite small. It's not as long as it sounds. Someone says, my husband and I have been married for two months in August. Every time we have a family gathering, his sisters ask when we are planning on having children. Like literally asking for a month slash year. We want kids, but defo not for a couple of years. We are 26. 
It's starting to really wind me up. His sisters are older and have three children each. And I think they are slightly jealous of all the things we get up to. I get the feeling that they want us to stop having fun. How do I tell them to stop asking, tell them it's none of their business without sounding rude? I mean, this is my favorite subject. I feel like I have so much. Patricia, so you're a mom. Come on, hit us. You feel like you've got some experience in this department. Yeah, I I just feel there are so many reasons why this is not appropriate conversation. Number one, like to be open because I think it's important to it took us a while to get pregnant not a long time by any stretch maybe seven months but while you're in it that feels like a Mm -hmm. really long time so first of all you have no idea people may be trying and not succeeding people may have had miscarriages whatever it's also common so don't ask the question Mm -hmm. second of all I do think that's an interesting point you made about having fun because I was talking to somebody about this recently that there's like people feel the need to be like your life's gonna change. I know this is like post the conversation, but I feel like maybe there's a thing of, of people wanting everyone else to be in like the, I don't know, the next stage with them. Yes, things change, but it's it's not boring. Yeah. <laughs> it's just another phase mm-hmm. of life, isn't it? A hundred percent. And I, I do think like 26 is quite young. It's very young. I know yeah. my sister-in-law had her first kids, I think when she was about 26, absolutely fine. I'm glad that I'm almost 30 with my first, but yeah, I just, you know, it is quite young. I just, I, I don't know. I can keep talking about it, but I do think it's not appropriate conversation. No, How do you not. broach that conversation with your, with, I mean, it's your brother's sisters. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, it's your husband's sister. So it's not, yeah. I mean, your own relatives, you can be like, shut up. It's none of your yeah. business, can't you? Yeah. But how do you have that conversation? I think you just have to say, look guys, like, you know, I know you've asked this a couple of times, like we're just enjoying married life right now. We're like, you know, respectfully would be so grateful if you could, like, mm-hmm. I know, oh, but I, you know, I know you guys are so excited for us to have a family, but we're just not like there yet. And like, it puts quite a lot of pressure on us. So like respectfully, like, do you mind just mm-hmm. not asking? And we'll, you know, when we've got news to share, we'll be so excited yeah. to tell yeah. you. Although my initial reaction is like, oh my gosh, so painful. <laughs> it's probably that as well, that like people are just excited. Yeah. And like mm. people don't always necessarily really think like realize how it comes across they're just like oh my god have kids yeah, having kids is so much fun we want kids yeah. and, and it's a, it's and the it's... same when you've been with your partner for ages and you're not engaged like my husband yeah. and I we were together for nine years before we got engaged and literally from like probably from five years on every holiday every well, I, don't know, I don't know any occasion you go to people are like you next you next when's it coming and you're like just stop it like yeah. mm. what what do you get and obviously it's it's done from an excitement level but there's I'm not like I'm suddenly gonna run home and be like oh my god you know someone said this like we should probably do it now because <laughs> someone just told me yeah. saying you next is better than the people who would be like so when do you think you're getting engaged? Yeah. yeah. I don't fucking know. Mm. I'm not proposing. But yeah. I just, I just know, it just puts unnecessary stress and strain on yourself. And it might be that you really don't want to. Mm. Or yeah, you. It, it's a personal subject. I just don't think people can get involved. So I think, mm. yeah. But I think you're right. I think, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I just saying. It, we don't love the conversation yeah and yeah they, yeah they might be like oh sorry you know yeah, yeah. didn't yeah. do it was fun yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah even if it's awkward you kind of just have to go there i think you, you have to say it. I, yeah. yeah i also think good if it comes from him because if they're his sisters true then perhaps that's a bit him. more tactful he, he can be like you know what enough like sometimes people really feeling frustrated about something it can I'm guilty of this all the time it can come off yes. quite like yeah. stop it yeah but actually <laughs> yeah, you, might so be able just, to you don't want to boil over do you you want to let him yeah that's a good point yeah. send him in yeah it's yeah. his sisters, yeah, it's his sisters. Yeah, he can right. deal with it <laughs> Patricia someone says good pregnancy books or podcasts for first time mums I haven't a clue where to start did you consume any media around your pregnancy um I was a bit useless with this to be honest I would recommend the the Better Birth book. It's it's by the Positive Birth Company. It's all about hypnobirthing. And I think that's amazing. I'd highly recommend that. There are some good podcasts out there, but to be honest, I don't know. I was just like trying to jam in everything else before mm. I had a baby. And it was actually like the last couple of months where I was like, oh, <laughs> I should probably do some reading about, you know, bringing up a child. I did NCT and I can't rave about that enough. It's good to learn the stuff, but actually it's just good to meet people who are going to have a kid at the same time as you. Have you stayed friends with NCT people? Yeah, like two in particular are like my go-to girls at the moment. And it's just, there's there's nothing like it because you can read all the books, but honestly, it's those like 3 a.m. chats where you're like, my baby just did this, what's going on? And having other people to be like, that's totally normal, minded this, or, you know, maybe read read call the doctor or whatever yeah like it's having people in the same situation as you i know i wouldn't get too het up about reading too much and listening to too much though because it can get overwhelming yeah i think Mm -hmm. that's wise i know people who there's like a whatsapp group for like girls i know from where i'm from and it it started i think there were 10 people and now and basically every time someone new has a baby they get added in but they could be quite disparate i think so i think there's like 70 people in this whatsapp group but it does mean that at 3am or if you need i don't know you need something. something you haven't got it's a good network. So yeah, 100%. Find yourself a network is, is probably good advice. Somebody says, planning a December wedding in four months, 180 people, marquee, any advice? Oh, that's broad. I feel like I that's need broad. this. broad. You need this. You've, I mean, you planned a wedding, to be fair. I was going to say, yeah, you might didn't, have, didn't, didn't happen, didn't do it. it. Um, What's your top tip from wedding planning? Oh, that feels like a lifetime um, ago. Yeah, it literally does. My top tip would be, I think, think about what is the most important thing Obviously, not the part you're getting married, as in like, is it the photographer? Is it the videographer? Is it the flowers? Is it the speeches? Is it the first dance? Whatever it is, I think have a, have a think about what is like the number one thing that is really, really important to you and don't scrimp on that or and I think just kind of focus your efforts on certain things like there are so many elements that go into a wedding and I think the Instagram world we live in today it's so easy to compare and contrast and then suddenly be like oh my god that person's got that I haven't got that should I have that why have they got that and I think you can get really overwhelmed so I think if you kind of strip it back and think about what what is important to you about your wedding and really focus on those things so you don't kind of get overwhelmed with mm. other options did you have a big wedding I did well relatively 150 people it's quite small for a Jewish wedding 
but it was but it's a nice size I can't even think what I would advise it feels like so long ago now and it's such a different world now <laughs> I would advise I feel like my advice is all, not the opposite but like you only get to do it once so there the, the, the couple of things that I was a bit like yeah yeah they'll do I sort of regret not putting like every ounce of energy I have into the whole thing because you have you know you get it once you have to live with all of those decisions for the rest of your life not that anything I chose was wasn't lovely but I don't know I would have just put maybe a bit more effort into it really yeah a little bit like I tried on like three dresses and I was like okay yeah this, I like this one and like I don't know small things like that yeah had like one hair trial and I was like oh it's fine yeah. just little things but I, didn't know, I, yeah. I would like, like there are so many things that you have to do that with and it gets to a point where you're like you've got to be like okay no this is like this is great and obviously Mm. there are a million options like you could have tried on hundreds Mm. and hundreds of dresses and each one of tick would have ticked like a slightly different box or like whatever so I think it kind of gets to a point where otherwise you're there's almost too much to control and you just need to let go a little bit and Mm. there's also so much pressure on the fact that every single thing is only the one time like exactly it's not like a jumper like you you know you have to pick one but it's every it's not just your dress it's like you have to pick Mm. one hairstyle and one table arrangement or whatever so I guess, yeah, it's true. There's no point going through thousands because you'll just drive yourself No, exactly. And also, I often think about this when I'm trying to make a decision about loads of things, but nobody else will ever know what the other options were. Yeah. such a good so point. So just, yeah, embrace what you went with. Yeah, mm. so true. Good so advice. true. Okay, this is probably one of my favorite questions we've ever been asked. We've never talked about this before. Ooh. Favorite TV show you could not miss each week after school when you were younger? Oh my <gasps> gosh. What a chat. Wow. Sherry, what springs to mind with that question? Oh, so if, if I'm thinking primary school, Tracy Beaker. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> loved Tracy loved anything Jacqueline Wilson. Yeah. Right? I think. I, controversial yeah. though, I didn't love the TV series. Much before no, the books. Really? Yeah, I, I did love the books. Yeah. I think with those, I don't know about you guys, but I had like created her exactly. in my head. So mm. when it wasn't exactly yeah, like I thought she'd be, yeah. I was like, mm. <laughs> what was your favorite Jackie Wilson book? Oh, <gasps> The Diamond Girls. Oh yeah, excellent the, one. So good. Is that the tattoos? Oh no, that's not uh, one, no. It's the four sisters and they have a mum who is like struggling. Well, um, that I mean, that could be any. That could be any. <laughs> yeah, I had it on. Um, I had all the Jacqueline Wilson ones on cassette. Me too. So, yeah. Mm. What were the twins? Double Ruby and Double Act. I, I knew that off by heart. Double Act. That was that was my, yeah. was my favorite. Oh. Yeah, Double Act. Breakfast Star was my favorite. Mm. I love like, that one. Oh mm. yeah. And then older, probably nine oh two one oh. Ooh. Uh, a bit later and I remember when Made in Chelsea first came out I think I was in end of like year 11 sixth form and thinking like wow this is TV yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> this, is, this is for me <laughs> I felt I think Towie was the same wasn't it do you remember oh that first God, yes. the Jazzle episode the one they played it in Pandora's yes. podcast mm. and it was just like it, it was all anyone was talking about yeah, wasn't yeah. It? what about you guys mine has got to be the OC okay oh my gosh oh but like that the the feel you know back then you could only watch one episode mm-hmm. and I remember like we would talk about it all week at school just getting so excited for the next one to come out and it was just like I think when you're a Brit watching an American like high school drama yeah. is just like so cool especially in those days <laughs> exactly yeah. I don't think I'll ever feel anything like I felt Marissa dying like really <laughs> I don't you'll never feel that Honestly, one again like the the it just really, like of anything I've ever watched. Yeah, and whenever I listen to that song, oh, I can't yeah. remember what it's called now. I just, I'm straight back there. Wow, <laughs> that's the same with Jen from Dawson's Creek. Yeah. 
my, my equivalent of all of this was Gossip Girl. When Gossip Girl, I think I was the age mm. you're describing, like end of, I think it was year 12, year 13, like those summers when it first started. Yeah. And I, it was the only thing, I had a Blackberry obviously, and I remember it was the only thing, I put my Blackberry under a cushion <laughs> and just, and I wouldn't speak to a single person and I would just watch it. I was obsessed. Mm, yeah. I still love that first series. Yeah. I've watched that first series of Gossip it Girl a thousand times. It's so good. That feeling when you are so hooked yeah. on something and you literally can't think about anything else. Mm-hmm. I had the same when I watched Normal People and it was literally just like, it was so all consuming but yeah I love that feeling when you get into a new series and that I don't know the nostalgia I guess of being that age mm. as well Sherry I assume you're speaking about the more recent 90210 like the remake yeah that exactly was that I was great that. I can't even remember who was in there it was more like the aesthetic mm, and I was like yeah. wow how do I get yeah, to America I can like <laughs> see the school and for some yeah. reason I can't see the people I can see oh I can <laughs> see the people there was the short girl and she's quite gothic she wore a black wedding dress like not yeah. that long ago mm. and then there was um is her name Annalyn McCord? Is that yeah, her? Yeah, yeah. yeah, with the abs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, her, yeah. and then her sister was played by Erin Foster. Oh. Yes, of Foster sister oh. fame. Interesting. I've got to say, though, with all of those series, they've petered off so much towards the end. Oh, yeah. And, oh, like, yeah. like, the OC should have ended way sooner. Mm-hmm. And that is why I really rate, like, A Shit's Creek, where they end it when it's still really good. Yes. Mm. And you just don't let it drag yeah. out. Well, on that note, actually, back to Call Her Daddy, I heard that they're bringing the hills back. Oh, and I just wait. They did. They already have. have, No, no, no. So they brought it back, and I don't mean they're bringing it back. I mean they're like doing another Uh, with new people. With new people. Oh, I see. And I just feel like, like, let it lie. I love the hills. Big Brother's also coming back. Oh, really? Yeah. I just think the reason that all of those shows were so good was because people weren't out there for the Instagram followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can't, you can't do it authentically now because everybody's just seeking fame. Yeah, ulterior motives. Yeah. But for me, like Selling Sunset is because it's Adam Develo, it is kind of like the hills, yeah, but more yeah. modern. It takes that box. It, it, I don't it, think it would work now. Aesthetically, and like, I don't know, like the way the editing it feels, yeah, and the lifestyle, it? yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, also, Monday Night America's Next Top Model was like, <gasps> oh my god, yes. Life. I, my sister, and I were obsessed, obsessed. with America's Next Top Model, yeah. and it was always the, the makeover. Episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they dye the hair and they cry. And, like someone would yeah. lose the plot. Yeah. And, and also, like, like, get their head mm-hmm. shaved or but, get a weave they hated. Yeah. For yes. me, it was always it was always Tyra. That, like, when you know, you get a couple of moments in the season when Tyra would lose her yeah, shit yeah, yeah. at oh, someone. Yes. And, like, oh my gosh, she's so fucking scary. <laughs> what a scary lady. I love it. And they'd all faint. Oh my God, I yes. loved it when the they drama, fainted. The drama. <laughs> okay, let's we do some fashion questions. How to style pajamas as day wear in the autumn winter. <laughs> I'll take this one. <laughs> <laughs> I I'd love to know how many times you've been asked this question. Yes, yeah, I feel yeah. like every time you do a Q and A on Instagram, someone's like, "How do I stop?" Well, do you know what? It's less than it's less that, and people ask me more, much more frequently, "Where can you buy affordable ones?" But yeah. the, for me, it's about the quality of the pieces. Like, I love them because they're so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I. I don't like answering that question very much. Like, that's not to say that High Street doesn't have some great versions, but for the reason that I like to champion them so much is because I think there are some really small brands yeah. who yeah. Are, are, yeah, are frankly really expensive, but go in the I sale. I think if you, when you have your thing that is like your uniform, it works because you wear them wear it all the time and 
it costs per wear, therefore you're going to invest in it and yeah. you want to invest yeah. in it. It's got to be about the quality and the cut and the fit, etc. Totally. And I also think that like some things just work for you and some things don't. I look shit in a pair of jeans and a top. But if I said to you, how do you wear jeans and a top and look cool in it? Yeah. I don't know if you'd necessarily have the answer to that. Are we just undermining everything Sherlock's does? Probably. <laughs> this is literally the point of why we exist. But anyway, the point is you should try and identify your own style. Yeah. And, mm. and wear what you feel good in. But how to style pajamas as day wear in the autumn winter. I mean, I don't think you really can. Not when it's actually cold. Autumn, totally fine. You know, some boots and a and a jacket. Great with like a leather jacket or something over the top. But yeah. Um, they're not for they're not for cold weather. Really. I, re- I retire mine over, over winter. Yes, Someone evening says, out sometimes you do with like a gilet. Yes, yeah, but it's cold. Yeah, it is cold. Lose white trousers styled with the red mulberry bag in the real, please. Cause they're a linen pair from Cause with an elasticated waist, and they are so comfy. Cause actually has got some seriously good tailored trousers. Any sort of like summer basics, like really nailing it I think they're season. amazing right now they've also got some dresses like on the complete flip side they've got some really beautiful floaty dresses mm. which are really like uncharacteristic for them mm. but are really lovely beachy yeah it's a, and it's I feel like Cos is really well made and it's a it's obviously a high street price point it's not Zara but I feel like you get what you pay for yeah somebody yeah. was mm. asking me recently about that like sort of mid I feel like they're mm. that where you're getting the elevated high street and you're not yeah yeah you have to spend a fortune most recent purchases share have you bought anything recently i bought a few things for holiday do tell um i bought this really nice it's kind of like a yellowy orange wrap dress for a mango and it's i feel like a lot of dresses have the tie where it ties at the side and you get almost like a loop mm. with the with the tie detail really nice with a tan some gold jewelry that's probably my buy nice. of the summer Nice. Anything, any other heroes that you wore in Mykonos a lot? I actually found a really nice white handbag in Primark. I went in there for some some hairbands, some socks, some basics. And then I had a look at their bags and I thought for something that you perhaps don't mind losing or getting a bit scruffy or, you know, in your suitcase, like whatever, can just chuck in there. Yeah, it was only £9. I think it's like a saddle shape, just with a little handle. That was a really good, good purchase. I went to Primark a couple of times towards the end of last year and hand on heart found some pieces that I will have for a really long time like I really I think get there early it's been like yeah. a water park yeah. if you get there on opening and go to a good one I was I went to the Westville one a couple of times like you can genuinely you have to you have to use your eye yeah. mm-hmm. but genuinely genuinely some really good goodies in there I bought a winter coat that was like I'll have that forever the best dog walking coat mm, agreed Lou any new purchases recently no I'm very much on the hunt for autumn bits that now doesn't mean, that doesn't mean you ha- that's, they are not mutually exclusive no, I haven't. I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm eyeing everything up. We were in Marlebone a couple of weekends ago and I went to the matches store and downstairs in the Marlebone one, they have all of the Ray collection, which um, I always find so great to go and see in store because it's one of my favorite um, brands, but online it often is, looks very, very oversized and you never really know. Like, they just... Which it is in real life as well. But... Yeah, you know, how, how much have they sized up and whatever. And when I've sometimes bought things, I've ended up buying three sizes and, you know, it's just annoying. Yeah. So it's nice to go and see, it was nice to see the collection in full. And there was some amazing cardigans, boring, but I was like, oh, I can't mm. wait to wear you in autumn. I think this Ooh. might be the year that I take the pound in a Ray, a Ray jumper, mm. like a proper... I think they're amazing. Mm, and they yeah. get more expensive every year. So I know. they've been waiting another year. Yeah, it was it was pricey. So I was yeah. kind of like, don't buy this now. Because I feel like when I, with something like that, I want to buy it and like wear it immediately. Yeah, mm. yeah, true. Did you share any new purchases recently? Um, I have been trying to be quite good um, because kind of like Hulia, I've got my eye on some things for autumn. What have you got um, 
I really, this is going to be the year that I commit to a Frankie shop blazer because nice. I just live in a blazer and I'm like, do you know what? I can already see the cost for wear there. Yeah. <laughs> but can I tell you my problem? So all I want, literally all I want in this life is a navy Frankie shop blazer. I, or that's not true. I'd take the Arquette one. I would take the Cos one. I would take yeah. the Stories one. Yeah. No one has made an oversized navy blazer I know. in like two years. Yeah, I've Why? Been, I have been having this thought. I know um, Maya posted like an Amazon one that she got mm. recently, which I'm that? tempted to, to try out because it's, I'm like, where are they? They're all, they've got <laughs> the yeah. black everywhere. Yeah. And there's no navy. Yeah, no, totally agree. Where's this um, one from? This is really nice. This is Arquette. Yeah, and okay. I do. That, that shape of the Arquette one is they so are yes. good. They are that, really good. You've got one. Where's your navy one from? I don't have navy. I thought you had a really good oversized blazer. No. H&M. Uh, oh, yes. It's like a, a beige one. Yes, that's yeah. a really good one. Mm. I haven't um, seen navy though. No. I've oh got gosh. the Arquette Navy one. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> when did you buy it? Like three years ago? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. And yeah. um, Patricia, your, yours is like a sage green. It's yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, I think it's but... on there. I think they call it dark beige. Okay, nice. <laughs> um, but it, I mean, it's a good... I have to say, actually, I got this. I don't know if you guys follow Lois Limoge. Yes. Mm-hmm. She sold it on Instagram. Oh, oh, I love yes, oh. yeah. She posted on her stories, and I was like, "Yes, please." Oh. <laughs> I, so that's quite cute. I, I quite like that it was. A, yeah, I love that so much. Well. I am. Um, I sold a dress that I wore to a wedding to a girl on Instagram, and I like met her at Oxford Circus, and like oh. both of us obviously really scared that the other one was like a murderer. But we, <laughs> we, we had a nice chat. Sent me some cash. And she yeah, yes, quite know, fun. Nice. So yeah, blazers are on my mind. I am. I feel like I talk about it all the time, but I'm obsessed with the shorts that I'm wearing at the moment, which are from We Are Twin Sets new brand. Yes. Um. And I just, I I need to get the other color. And if they bring out more colors, I will buy them Mm -hmm. because they are like, the best fit, the best shape, the quality is insane. Are they, are they linen? Really so wearing a chocolate brown pair yeah. of shorts. Are they, they're linen. They're linen. They? I think Maya has that set as well. Is it yes, so it's yes. part of a set? It's part of a okay. set. The top is like a short sleeve shirt. I don't know. Maybe this is a bit of a harsh thing to say, but I feel like I've bought stuff from influencer brands before and been underwhelmed mm-hmm. and like been like, maybe they're kind of like riding off the fact yeah. that it's going to sell. Mm. When I have to admit this, this was sent to me, but... The second I took it out of the bag, I was like, oh my goodness, I it's sorry. so I'm going, soft. Mm, they look really comfy. Oh yeah, they are some really nice linen, yeah. And just like, I mean, I'll show you when we stand up, but like just really, really nice shape, really okay. flattering. Can't wear them enough. I promise oh. I've taken them off to wash them. <laughs> <laughs> good to know. Lovely girls as well. So yeah, that's, really that's just... good to know. Your chat about your blazer, buying your blazer online, leads me very nicely on time. Next question. Somebody has asked if anybody has ever bought anything pre-loved online. So, your blazer is pre-loved. It is. Yeah. Lovely. You bought through Instagram. Lou, you bought a handbag online. Recently. Yeah, I bought a pre-loved handbag. It's been kind of something that's been on my wish list for ages. And it came in a, the fabric that I really wanted it in was then discontinued. And I was kicking myself that I didn't buy it originally, but it was so expensive. And I just couldn't, designer handbags have become so expensive. It's a joke. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. absolutely insane. And I was just like, you know, I won't part with that amount of cash for that. Anyway, I then set my alerts and I've been on the hunt for this handbag for about a year and it came up and it was in the right size and the right colorway and the right fabric. And I don't know, there's something about you just feel really proud of yourself Mm -hmm. when you've saved a significant amount of money. It's like when you buy something in a charity shop and someone asks you where Mm -hmm. it's from and you're like, I love that also nobody else can go and buy this right now. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. that kind of unique element to it makes it feel so much more special. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of buying pre-loved. It's so true what Lou says, isn't it? That it's just, it's part of the hunt, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so Um, fun. Sherry, do you do any... Uh, pre-loved shopping online 
I love eBay for that. Um, the homeware edit is really good. I bought a shell lamp. Bought a pair. They were just happened to be two. I thought, Great. fantastic. Nice little bedside table lamps. And I'm looking for a lampshade that will go with them. So at the moment, they're just on display. But perhaps I'll go back to eBay and look for a lampshade as well. We did an eBay homeware edit. Did mm-hmm. you find it there? Or were you just you were browsing I, I actually did, yeah. It wasn't on that specific edit. But um, it, it just reminded you. me that they have such a good selection. Yeah. And also, like... It's not in Zara, you're not going to find it, you know, mm. right now. So, yeah. I think if you're buy. doing up at home and, you know, those kind of key words, you can just kind of have up your sleeve. Mm. Yeah. And any sort of spare half an hour you've got, just do a browse. Yeah, so true. For sure. Um, I'm going to bring it back to fashion, back to handbags. Mm. Patricia, have you ever been tempted, or have you ever <laughs> have I ever been tempted? tempted. <laughs> <laughs> do you like handbags? Buy pre-loved handbags. Yeah, so, I mean, so tempted. Definitely have my eye on a few. We were talking about manifesting the other day and I've achieved quite a lot of the goals I wanted to this year and I do want to treat myself, hopefully this year, maybe for my 30th, to a handbag. And I do want it to be pre-loved. I just, I quite like, like you were saying, I quite like the idea of it having a bit of a life before mm-hmm. and, you know, n- knowing that it has a bit of a story. I still really want a Loewe basket. I know it's probably a bit basic now, but I do quite like them. You bought your I feel basket. like yeah. you got yours I, second. Yeah. yeah. Pre-loved. I previously, I'd rented it a few times and it was just such a useful holiday bag. And then I was like, do you know what? I like, I know this isn't the coolest, most current thing, but I find it incredibly useful yeah. as a size. And so I bought it and do you know what? I've used it every day this yeah. summer and it's, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. But also mm. you managed to get it half price because it was pre-loved. Exactly. Wow. Well, mm. so, you know, and it, I, feel- I think Especially for something, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say this, but like for something like a basket bag, I oh am one hundred percent. Yeah, and you know it's crazy money, it and that is the reason money. why at the beginning I never bought it because I was like in my head, you know, I, I can't justify this amount for yeah. a bit of weaving and <laughs> Just a little bit of basket, yeah, exactly, and a tiny box of leather, yeah. and you know, a leather tag. Yeah, but so yeah, when you then get it pre-loved, that yeah. feels like way more. So I think I might. I might commit to one of those. I'm going to Dubai in November, so I feel like I can sort of justify a bit more summer as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, and I also have my eye on a puzzle. I love them. Uh, Claudia Beresford. Have you not got one rental? So it's yeah. a rental, and I'm really glad that I've done that because I've realized that it is like a Mary Poppins bag. Yeah. It has so much space. <laughs> and yeah, Claudia Beresford has a green one that I just adore. Yeah. So I'm keep an eye out for one of those that's a really mm. nice I've, I've got a puzzle mine's a size up from that a mine has when i say like sagged into like it's like one <laughs> flat line of leather now oh, no. yours looks so nice and structured <laughs> i suspect that's also to do with the size like the slightly oh, smaller one do you know what i mean there's more yeah. to be done if it's yeah. bigger but it is the i mean it's the most useful i mean so you spend so much space yeah so much space well we have been working with ebay to to talk about to spread the word on their authenticating process for designer handbags. Obviously, they have an unbelievable wealth of designer bags on site, um, but you can now get them authenticated, which means that you can basically shop pre-loved bags stress-free, worry-free. You know that they're real. They're the real deal. I mean, Lou, we did a video, if you haven't seen it, on the Sherlock Show with the gorgeous Ebony Francis um, to talk through some of our picks from site. I mean, the, the selection of brands is incredible, isn't it? They they literally have every brand and every style you can imagine. And, and also some unique styles, which mm. I haven't seen. There was a Saint Laurent bag, kind of canvas tote bag that we were all eyeing up. And we'd all said, we've never seen this bag before. Mm. And it looks, you know, pretty much brand new. Um, you're, yeah, you're buying something unique at a fraction of the price. You know, it's 100% authenticated. So, you know, what's not to love? That's the thing, isn't it? When you see something that's a bit different. Yeah. 
and maybe for a really good price and yes. you're like is this too good to be true yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> i'm just thinking about all the different brands that they have on offer i mean they've got louis vuitton gucci Saint Laurent, prada valentino Bottega Veneta. i mean the list honestly goes on and on but also for me the benefit of buying particularly some of those brands pre-loved is somebody has done the hard work for you so i would never buy a louis vuitton new yeah but new yeah. and i would love one of their their big travel totes but there's something about it new that is just a little bit cringe but yeah. they look mm. so good when they're worn yeah so yeah I those, somebody to have done those, that for you it's great. those brands are totally better with age yeah. and so yeah to to be able to then buy it half price i know well if you haven't checked out ebay's amazing selection of designer bags then do have a look at the site and as we said we've done oh, we've done lots of lovely content for them there's a feature on site and there's the video uh, on the Sherlock show with ebony francis too so do check that out all right we'll do a couple of quick fire fashion questions to end somebody has said can we discuss sunglasses what's hot what are we buying tips for finding the right one sherry what sunglasses did you wear in mykonos oh i actually bought a new pair of they're like the prada cat eye ones cool. i thought you know what i who was it I, I spoke to someone the other day and they were like i've worn these so much and you do wear them every day and i thought mm-hmm. you know what let me just ditch my high street ones and actually invest and you can actually tell the uv protection is actually so much better so true and i'm all about you know protecting your skin from the sun <laughs> so they were a great purchase i'm gonna jump in and say i so i did the same i i've I've done a real 180 this year. I, I, for years, I've been like, it's such a waste of money investing in sunglasses. It's so much more fun to have loads. There are so many great brands that do them affordably. And it, it, that, that all remains true. However, the UV protection when you actually buy a decent <laughs> pair of sunglasses. But I ordered a pair of Loewe ones. They're quite square, brown, and I wore them every day on holiday. I normally take like nine pairs and it meant that I only needed one. Mm-hmm. Worth investing. Definitely. Patricia, what pair are you living in? I mean, I have to say, against what great <laughs> advice you guys have shared, I love my... And other stories, cat eye. I, I just haven't been able to find another one in that shape that I love mm-hmm. as much. Fairly I think so. I saw um, Jessica Sai said the same thing recently. She was like, I just can't find any as good. But I did see your level ones and they were just I'm very gorgeous. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was a it was a very quick rush, same day delivery purchase. But <laughs> Ben loves them. So I, I feel like it's justified as <laughs> so long as he's happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lou? I find it really hard to find sunglasses that suit me. I think I've just got a weird shaped face that... <laughs> Like I, I look at so many sunglasses. I'm like, oh my god, they look so amazing on the person I put them on. I'm like, you look ridiculous. <laughs> um, so the Ray-Ban Wayfarer really has been mm. my go-to for, I, I want to say like 15 years. Wow. If it ain't um, broke. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Um, although I am quite tempted by I love an aviator, and the new Celine aviators dropped on matches. I noticed them last week, and I was like, ooh, tempted by them. So yeah, I might try them. Um. I tried on a pair at Sunglasses Heart in uh, Palmer Airport last night. Yeah. Which, guys, ha- are these not the coolest sunnies you've oh ever God, seen? Oh, they're so cool. If they weren't £350, <laughs> I would have bought yeah. them. They're Tom Ford. Wow. They they're are incredible. giant aviators um, that are kind of yellow tinted. But can you see they've almost got um, so blinkers cool. to the side yeah. in glass? Oh, wow. They're sick. Like, really Airports so cool. are great for sunglasses. They are. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what, actually... We, a couple of years ago, my husband and I went and we were, had time to kill and we were kind of going through the duty free and trying all the sunglasses. And there was an amazing pair of Celine Sunnies and we both loved them and we decided to make a shared purchase. <gasps> 
What is it? They look good as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we so, see. So, yeah, they look, they look good on both of us. So we've got a shared pair of Celine Sunny. I love amazing. that. Yeah. That's, so, <laughs> That's cute. so cute. I've never thought to do it with my husband. My mum, maybe. But oh, I feel like you, you and Ben could definitely do that. Yeah, we with could. Laughter. I've never thought about it. Yeah. Noted. He's going to try and make me split his. Um, Oakley running sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't tell him that. Okay, final question. Best flat sandals to buy. Now, hate all of mine. A dad's sandals already over. Look, we've talked, you know, till we're like asleep about dad's sandals. So Chanel, etc. Dad's sandals aside. Any other sandals to recommend this summer? I, I really there. love um the Joseph black leather. They're kind of I would say they're in between a dad sandal and a kind of chunky strap sandal they haven't got that sort of like ugly dad look about them but they're not super delicate and fine either and they've got a chunky leather sole and they've got good straps they're black they're going to go with everything I think they maybe also come in a chocolate brown but I've been eyeing them up for a while and had I not the earlier and the air made a mega investment I would have definitely got them Okay, good to know. Cherry, any pairs you've been wearing? I feel like you are married to your Birkenstocks at the moment. Oh, Clogs. I am. I didn't take them on holiday because they're quite a warm shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a really good pair of just like basic ASOS sandals. Again, I'm notorious for losing one shoe on holiday. <laughs> so I never want to take it. Honestly, I never want to take anything too nice away with me. So they were just like a black strappy pair and also really comfortable. Nice. Yeah, simple. ASOS do do very comfortable shoes, actually. Mm, they do. Mm. Patricia? I live in my Zara from like two years ago, like lace up ones. I love them. They go with everything. But I, you know, like those ones, Chloe sandals that have been around for years and years and years, like bandagey ones. Mm. I've seen they've just brought out a new pair that have like a multicolored like edging. Oh, cool. Mm. And they are really pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, I saw those and I was like, oh, they're quite cool. Because I don't know for ages, I do quite like those Chloe ones. And I I thought "Mm, they're quite nice. And then I saw this like iteration. I like that they were a bit different. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I've been quite bad for losing sandals and I just don't know if I can commit that much Some money. Lose sandals. I know. Please I always leave them by like the pool mm. or... In the sea. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Maybe stop wearing shoes in the sea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just get some jelly shoes. Yeah. Oh, jelly shoes. I think they're quite chic. I used to love them. I don't just like a jelly yeah, shoe. Yeah. I love a jelly I got a pair of ancient Greek sandals earlier in the month and I was a bit unsure they're gold and they're, I mean they're really traditional gladiators they're gold they wrap around loads of times and I at first thought that it wouldn't really get much use out of them that I've been kind of living in the chunky style and I've worn them so many times actually there's I don't think I I don't look great it's just a personal thing in a, in a dress or a skirt with my chunky sandals there's something about it, it doesn't do much for my legs I don't know what it is but the strappier style mm-hmm. i think the straps are so yeah. flattering flattering and yeah. much pretty obviously much prettier yeah. but yeah actually i was surprised i didn't think i need i had a gap for that but actually there's it's been really nice to mix up between the two mm. i also have a pair of leather and other stories sandals those brown ones which yeah. i mean i have honestly lived in them for five six years they are the best shoes oh, ever if you can get handsome. i had a pair of office gladiator sandals like chocolate brown leather I reckon I probably got them when I was 17. I remember my dad took me shopping and we bought them and I wore them to death so much so that like the sole sort of flapped off. So every <laughs> time I worked, you get this sort of like real flippy floppy. Yeah. But you know, when you just can never find anything yeah. that is that good. I yeah. remember I also once had a, a pink tie-dye bikini from River Island, which I took traveling to Thailand with me. And it was just the best shape and... I just always remember 
that amazing pink, pink tie-dye I don't necessarily associate with you in style, <laughs> but we'll put it down to a different time shall we maybe because I could never find no, it maybe. again that's why I had to change style altogether <laughs> put you off colour for life yeah. <laughs> alright so I think that's it for today we'll leave it there thanks Patricia for joining us yeah, it's lovely thank you. thanks, thanks for having me uh, thanks if you enjoyed that or have any feedback at all please do email podcast at sheerlux.com we love hearing from you don't forget the question box goes out every weekend on our instagram so look out for that and don't forget also to rate review subscribe and tell your friends bye-bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.